I'm Kia. And this is Spoiler Alert, the podcast for bookies. Our goal is to give you all the dirty details on your favorite or soon-to-be favorite books. So strap in or up and join us for Spoiler Alert. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. It's season two of Spoiler Alert. And I'm Elle. And I'm Kia. And we are back with all the shenanigans that make this show great. Thank you for attending this episode. Who man? Girl, what you been doing since we've been on hiatus? Working, 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 working. And we are so grateful <laughs> that you've been working, 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 working. Because I have been too honey. Oh, man, please. I just got done catching a flight and I catch no feelings. Mm. Mm, yup. Anyway, we are back for season two, friend, and it is all about the shenanigans this season. The first four books that we are we have so far is I mean just oh my goodness. Whether long or short, baby, they 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 you got it in there. It's got it in there. It's it got, got the spice. We got spicy stuff. We got spooky stuff. We we got holiday stuff. Yes, we do. We got airplanes. We're, we're rolling into the, the holiday season. season. Mm-hmm. Last quarter of the year. Yes, ma'am. And we are down for the shenanigans as always. So, let's check in, friend, and give the people an update about where we've been and what's been going on. Okay, okay. So, let's see. So, I'm working again. Yeah. Outside the house. We we was trying to you know keep the faith around here. Hey, so we we back to making coins on top of coins because you know we like steady streams of money. Hello, somebody. So we got that, and then um, I'm doing what I what I wanted to do. Not necessarily in the capacity that I thought I was gonna be doing, but everybody just knew I was gonna be in this type of environment, and everybody laughing about it. Oh, okay. Cause. Now I'm working at school. <laughs> I mean, hey, friend. I, I'm not working in the classroom, but I have to be, I'm the first thing people see when they walk up in the school. Oh, boy. Who would have thought? So I got to be sitting there smiling, and you know me. I ain't no morning person. <laughs> Child, you barely an afternoon person. I'm a night hawk. Whatever night hawk. I am. Whatever. Whew. But, you know, we got that. Um, I just did my deposit for me to start doing one of my, um, my events for next year. So getting hey. ready for that mentally, hey. um, preparing myself for this other trip that we doing next year. Cause you know, you have to start stuff early. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Yeah. June. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to travel multiple times next year. So this whole getting a job thing. Was right on time. (laughs) But yeah, enough about me. What you been up to, friend? Friend, a lot has happened. Um, I just got back from DC and had a beautiful time. Um, I forgot how beautiful the city was, and I'm secretly plotting to try to get up there when the cherry blossoms bloom, just to take a couple pictures, and then um, I'm trying to go to Bimini for the birthday. So there's that. Um, I've been working and like working hard and an opportunity just showed up so we're gonna see what happens with that i have my llc now friend i have my llc so there's there's work coming out of that 
I I have been really working through this thing called being uncomfortably comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I know that one well. Yeah, so I'm I'm starting that journey of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so we will see because if this one opportunity shakes out, it's like some serious stacks on the table. Okay. So um let's just, you know, keep it at that. And if things shake out, y'all will know. <laughs> y'all will definitely know. Um, especially because it's very in tune with what I want to do and what I've been saying I wanted to do for a while. So um, there's that and, and, you know, starting the grant writing process. And it's just a lot. It's It feels like bodies on bodies on bodies on bodies. But nobody's here for all this stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about these books, friend. Yeah. I was going to say before we get started, I'm also, you know, back in that, that saddle again. What saddle? Writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And that that's happening too. So there's all these, these lovely things that I'm excited about and, and cautious about and like worried about low key, but it's all good. Let's talk about the first book of season two. About. Homecoming season. Now, friend, while I did not attend an HBCU I did. for um, my college years, I can tell you that during my high school years, I was a part of the band. And there is nothing like homecoming season. I, I, I agree, friend. Whether you're a PWI, a HBCU, or a high school kid who just really enjoys a good game of football. It ain't necessarily. It is. I mean, it's not even about the football because. See, let me say, I did go to HBCU, and the the years that I was there, we didn't have football. Yeah, we didn't have a football team. We had basketball. So our homecoming was in February, but homecoming was still homecoming. Yeah, it's just something about. I think that's why we kind of get nostalgic about the holidays because it's it's something about everybody coming back yeah home because like now we have a football team and i'm like two seconds are saying let's hop in the car and ride down there girl at this point <laughs> we can catch a cheap flight because i went to school in miami and i've been trying to get down there anyway homecoming season would I mean, homecoming would be a great reason to go down though yeah so yeah, so yeah, the first book that we're talking about is <laughs> Homecoming Season by R.B. Penn. Yeah, and ooh. and girl, Aubrey. And then the conversation that happened Friday, <laughs> I got in and I got in there for a second. And I, I saw that. I was like, I can't stay here too long. I was too busy eating good food in DC. You know and then they bring me none back. Girl, please, would you believe all the good food was at the hotel? Mm. We ate at the hotel every day. Not that Saturday we ate at the hotel. To girl and the crabs. We're not going to talk about that because I'm hungry. Oh, the crabs, girl. We're not going to talk about that because I'm hungry. Okay, anyway. So, without further ado, let's get into the synopsis. Homecoming season by Aubrey Penn. Homecoming is the time of year for alumni to bask in the glory of their college years. For Tony and Emaya, this homecoming is so much different. Muted emotions and attraction for one another are finding their voice, and once the words are released, they can't be taken back. 
Can the mystic aura of homecoming last long after the stadium lights are turned out? Man. Now, you know, when I first heard about this this book, I ain't think nothing, you know, heavy about it. I mean, I had read a couple of books by Aubrey Penn, and I enjoyed them. So, you know, I was like, okay, it's going to be a, a nice little a quick spice hill, spice there, and we're going to keep it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was ready to fight. I was ready. Okay. The jokes. First of all, <laughs> you heard my reactions in live time. <laughs> Cause it was a point in the book where I just knew I if if I wasn't semi-organized in the head, I would have been standing up jumping on my bed trying to throw the book. <clears throat> But I remember that I had my cell phone and my bed is not for me to be standing up jumping on like an idiot because I would hit my head on the ceiling. <laughs> so this book was, you know, for this book to be as brief, interesting and seated as it is, it's only 106 pages. I experienced all of the roller coaster of reading a book. And I love, love, love being taken through all of my emotions. I didn't cry. No. We, no we aren't, no. This season, there are no books, I don't think, that are going to make either one of us cry. Well, we know I'm a, I'm a water bucket, so we're going we to see. Yeah, but I don't think there are any cry books on this season. Since I have not read them all yet, I don't know. I don't know either. But the first, couple, the first couple of ones, I'm good. I yeah. ain't. Now, it was some 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 spice. Oh yeah, it was hot. Sizzle. It was that, but ain't ain't no crying. Unless yeah. you was talking about crying and never mind. Those are different tears. For yeah, me. Th- those are different types those of are tears. Tears. Those are very happy tears. But, <laughs> but yeah, fed, no tears for shed. You done? Yeah, good. This book really kind of just took me in 106 pages. It definitely took me on a very beautiful journey um, that I thoroughly enjoyed. And I, I'm ready to talk. Friend, tell me, how many spoilers are you giving homecoming season? Let's see. I think if I'm being, um, if I can remember correctly, let me see. Because, of course, you know I got everything written down. Yeah, because, you know, I don't never put no... I got to do better. You ain't like me, friend. You know I'm that over-organized I got to do better. I got to start leaving more reviews, friend. I am just not... See, that's the thing, though. I don't send a lot of reviews. I do more... I hit the stars. Yeah, I do the ratings real quick. But the reviews, I got to be feeling it in my show. No, no. Pause. So, CCJ featured my review on her site the other day. I saw. And I almost blew up. It's so... It just... It made my whole day. I saw. It made my whole day, friend. It did. (laughs) I didn't do that. This is me. I told you I'm water bucket. Tears. Okay. So... Back to spoilers. <laughs> so I gave it four point five, but like I'm low key thinking about <laughs> pushing that up. Go ahead, explain it for four point five. So like me, I think as much as I enjoyed it, you know how I am. If it's something that'll make me want to go back and reread it, then five all the way. But I enjoyed this enough that 
I might go back and get it, but it ain't no guarantee. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, okay, I like them. They cool people. They didn't piss me. The, the, the main characters didn't piss me off. Oh, yeah. Cause, <laughs> hmm, hmm. I have to make that specific. Baby. The, main, the main characters didn't piss me off. Because that Kelly... We not who person I want to get your body behind. Wait till we get there. But yeah, so I'm low key thinking about pushing that up. But since I can't like on Storygraph, I can't put it past a a, a seven five unless it's all the way up five. (laughs) (laughs) But what are you rating it, friend? You said five, right? This is a good five. Okay, I I felt. Like I said, it took me through the journey, and especially because it was a a a, a friends to lovers, but I, I I it's not enough for me to call it friends to lovers. They're friendish. Like, no, 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 because the the trope is there, right? The friends to lovers trope is there, but I almost want to call it secret lovers because when you first get into the book, it is very clear. It's he, very clear. He, he likes you and he wants you. Not even and that. He gonna get you. It, it's it's very clear, like where everybody stands when you open this book, because they was like, "Tony gonna get you," and she was like, "Man, what up?" Basically, sorry. Him. Hold on, we get into the story. I don't even know my rating yet. So, <laughs> see how excited this, she is, y'all. And, and you know what? We can call it to go back and read, to go back and get it. The St. Kofa. Let's call it that. The St. Kofa effect. Because you, you know I'm good for a reread, honey. Look Girl, at you trying to be historical and stuff and I stuff. Shoot, don't touch my degrees, fool. But <laughs> this book definitely has the St. Kofa effect. Okay. You definitely, I can't, should we start calling this that? The St. Kofa effect? We can. For the spoiler rating. We sound real, real we intelligent around you. But I mean, the, the word means go back and get it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if it. This one definitely has a very high Sankofa effect. Like, I could see me, if I was interested in the homecoming at my university that I attended, if I was interested in really going back like that, I definitely could see me reading this book before I go. Just with the hopes. It seems like you've been to my hometown's homecoming more than <laughs> I oh okay. It it just isn't the same. Like that's a whole nother issue for a whole nother well, I show. I can't talk. I can't talk because I've been to because like the home my hometown. My mom went to that school. Yeah, it's an HBCU. I didn't go to my hometown school. But I've went to their homecoming multiple times yeah. since I graduated from college. I haven't been back to my school yeah. since I graduated. So it just—it's a different feel, like, and I think that speaks a lot to culture. Like, home is where you feel home at. And quite frankly, Scarlett, if it wasn't you go with this phrase again, it's—it's <laughs> it's a trope from this from the show. Quite frankly, Scarlett, um, it fit like I and then you have to remember too at one point I wanted to attend that university so I was I was strongly considering it mm-hmm. so for me it was about going to see if I could really just exist in the space so maybe we can have a good time the mm-hmm. food ooh, ooh. tailgating is always good let me at tell HBCU you, <laughs> let me tell you something I was people watching and I was like ooh cause see you you, you. We have a rainbow within the black, black community. <laughs> this is for you, you, <laughs> you, my number one. 
like we are we have our own rain, rainbow within Shoot, the I the black community. So it's like taste the rainbow because you are my superstar. I saw butterscotch, I saw caramel, I saw chocolate, I saw dark chocolate, and all of it tastes good on the tongue. I'm so <laughs> give me autographs. Sign it right here on my heart. <laughs> Don't get me started, friend. I'm trying to be good. Ooh, I'll be a groupie, baby. Okay, enough of us playing. This book opens up <laughs> at a sports, during a sports show episode. Mm-hmm. It's Imaya, correct? Yes. Because I was calling her, Imaya uh, didn't sound right. Then I was like, is it? Something else. Because I was about to say Emya. Like, no. I was like, Emya didn't feel right. And then I was like. Like, Emaya sounds better. Yes. So, Emaya is a um, sportscaster doing a dang thing at her job. And her co-host, Dean Walters, is right there with her. And she is going off about Tony. Tony Speaks. (laughs) And Tony (laughs) Speaks. Tony Speaks is alumni with. Imaya at the university. Getting here, what is it? Getting Hills? AM University. AM University and uh or GAM U. That's the way it sounds like it's supposed to be. GAM U. Um and she is going off about how Tony speaks is decent. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this is the thing. Apparently everybody knows that Tony and my Imaya are friends. They cool. Or friend-ish. Because he's like, ain't they your people? Yeah. And you talking like he's mediocre. So you gonna just talk about your friend like that on the air for everybody to see and hear. And she's like, I'm gonna be truthful no matter who you are to me. Uh-huh. And sis, I agree. I don't care if you friends, family. I don't care if you my pastor. If I gotta tell you how I really feel about you, I'm gonna tell you how I really feel about you. Right. And she says he stays on the cut him off list. Which I'm imagining is the list of like eh, you need to lose your job. You about to lose lose your job. job. You about to lose your job. Hey, lose your job. Anyway, so the show pretty much ends. They get off the air, and he was Dean says, "I cannot believe you called your boy mediocre." And she said, "And she's like, man." He ain't been doing nothing, Stella. When when he first got in, he was doing what he's supposed to do. Now he didn't got. Big headed, and now you don't know how to do your job right no more, bro. And I'm not gonna pacify you like all these other folks do. Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, sis, I agree. Agreed. And so they kind of talk about it, <laughs> and we find out that Imaya is a member of Gamma Delta Rho, uh Sorority Incorporated. And she was like, Women like me strive for excellence. And I was like, Okay, sis, we see you. Oh, oh, oh we it. see you. Okay. Uh, which comes in very much so in handy later. And it's it's very clear that their show is going to be going to Homecoming. Yes. So they'll be live from Homecoming. And Imaya finds herself on a phone call with her friends. Majority of them. Majority of them. And so uh, Dean walks out of... Uh, she and Dean walk to their offices. She gets on the phone. And sis has to hide her phone. Oh, she has to hide her, her, her purse. purse. Her purse, her phone, and it didn't go into details as to why. It just said there was an incident. Yeah, and, and so she now learned she... to hide her purse. Yeah, I was, I was curious mm-hmm. what happened, but you know. Uh, you know that intern stole from her. So, 
Yeah, so she got you know got on the phone with her mm-hmm. boys, and I, what I appreciated about it is she hangs out with a bunch of guys. Yeah, and they are like her, her brothers, brothers. Legit. not somebody trying to talk to her. They are her, legit, brothers. her brothers. And the first <laughs> Langston, I love Langston. You love all her brothers. You develop a love for all of them. Langston, yeah. John, and Gary. Gary, whose nickname is Gary. Yeah, but. Baby, they got on the phone and said, really? <laughs> because everybody heard what she had to say. First of all, they were commenting on her body like, you ain't see- who was who was it? Uh, John was like, nigga, you ain't seen titties before. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you could tell that they're shocked because they're like, wait a minute. Damn, where the hell you get them? When you get them? Why you was wearing that on TV? Like, they went straight, brother mode, like, why you wearing what you wearing on TV? Why you um? Why your titties out? What? Like, Where they come from? Did you get that? Did you get them uh surgically put in or whatever? Whatever. Like they, it's joking, but it was like, wait a minute, sis, you done change. You showing that for the grain? You're doing too much. I've been saying the same thing about my mama, <laughs> cause my mama been losing this weight. And girl, she showed us pictures from her birthday weekend with her best friend. And I'm like, we finna keep you locked in the house because, man, you doing too much. Well, I saw them, girl. I saw them. Did you doing too much. Most power to you, sis. Keep it doing. Keep going. Girl. I mean, I'm keep proud doing. of her. But you doing too much. We're going to have to keep you in the house. Mm-mm. So, you, you hear very quickly Gary talking about <laughs> the fact that he's married. And he uh, got to remind everybody. everybody. Gary is the one I married. Don't even, don't even do As it. As if they weren't at his bachelor party or at the wedding. <laughs> and she had to remind, do you, do I need to remind you of what happened at your bachelor party? So that lets you know up front. And she says that she's like, I wish I didn't know everything, but I do. No, way too much. Way too much. And so they kind of, they, they have this lovely banter back and forth. They insult each other. But they were like, man, Tony going to mess you up when he see you. In, in so many words, he going to fuck you up. <laughs> and she, I ain't scared of him. And then they start talking about his PR agent. So his public relations agent. And you find out very quickly. Apparently, he's, he's been through a lot. He's been through quite a few of them. And um, they were like, well, what happened to Angela? <laughs> it's like he either does something stupid to the point where she they want to quit or he fucks them and he real and they realize they won't be in a relationship with him mm-hmm. and they quit. Yeah. And they talk about the fact that apparently he was kneeling and refusing to ask the questions and kept getting fined. And so that was I think the one that I think that's what made Angela quit. Because Angela's like, just answer the question. Um they have a tendency to want to take the path of least resistance sometimes with these athletes and uh during the kneeling season. <laughs> As I like to call it, these athletes weren't taking the easy way out. They were not. Listen, because this, this little short little paragraph was like, Tony went through PR agents like he went through water. He either didn't listen to them, he fucked them, or made their lives hell. Whenever he was trying to get rid of one, he would pick from the above list. And sure enough, a week later, they were high-telling it. I was convinced the man had double dick. <laughs> <laughs> you, she just made it very clear there was a problem. Big problem. Yeah. Do you think he was going to admit it? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this how and this how I know the the brother relationship when you go further down in that conversation. Yeah. It's Cause cause he goes ugly. It's, no, it's John for me. Thomas, like, I bite. <laughs> Apparently, the last one was so attractive. John wanted a bite. To which Garrett responded, "I'm married." <laughs> 
nigga we know. <laughs> you know they asked that question in the group the group discussion. Uh, if you had oh. uh, you uh, if you found that annoying, annoying like the person who asked the question, I was like hell yes. I, I did. I don't know that I found it annoying. Like, okay, on a level, yes, it's annoying. But I think it was him trying to be respectful. Like, can y'all change the conversation? We're not going to talk about this. Y'all know I'm a reformed host. Stop yes. talking about this. And see, I didn't see it that way. I saw it as he was trying to remind himself, I'm married. Don't do nothing stupid. I mean, that too, but. And I'm like, sir, I need you to get it together. Then we find out John is on baby mama number three. If you're allergic to condoms, just say that. <laughs> I cackled at that one. Talking about the first two baby mamas don't even like you. Uh-uh, it's this one. Leave John in quarantine. I know he has something. And then they started talking about how he done met up at a house. Like, bruh. Man, he be picking up vaginas like, dude. <laughs> he I, keep on piling you know, on They asked the question in the, in the thing, um... Which one of the guys would you want to get with? And I said, I feel like John has the 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 fuckboy penis because you know they say fuckboys got best be. But it was like, but I'd be afraid we would have to strap up three times because brother things potent. <laughs> and the lady was like, you don't want to um, you don't want to be his baby mama hair now. Wait for that. I don't Nick Cannon's family reunion right here. Uh uh. And so they agreed to pretty much, they, they laughed their way out of the phone and they make one agreement about brunch. And that's that no significant others can be there. Oh, man. Gary. <laughs> and so we are taking to Anthony Jamar Speaks, which I need to bring up this question on the show because I'm trying to figure this out. How do we get Tony from Anthony? It's a whole H. <laughs> Anthony, if we don't talk about Anthony, we don't talk about Anthony. Okay, Mabel. <laughs> but I just, I, I, it's bothering me. Like, how do we get from Anthony to Tony? It's just like Richard and Dick. You would use that analysis. I mean, mm-hmm. Thomas and, and, and Tommy. Okay, but that's closer. It still has an H. I, I mean, <laughs> William and Bill to me. I'm just a They're bill. all the same. Yes, I'm only a bill. I knew I was gonna do it. I was trying to I was trying to hold that one. No, but then I passed by Capitol Hill yesterday. You know what? <laughs> Tony pulls up to the hotel VIP. Gas tank on F. He ain't got it on E. <laughs> he ain't crazy. He pretty much was like, I could feel it in the air. And he was ready. To arrive at homecoming. Because baby, it's something about that atmosphere. Yeah. And it was already stated up front that Imaya picked the hotel. She didn't get in the penthouse. To which he was like, I can flirt my way to the penthouse. I ain't worried about it. But then we meet that whole Kelly. Don't give her too much too quick. <laughs> Whatever. She gets all the smoke from the gate, friend. I'm sorry. I didn't like her really when I met her. I... Like this is I, the thing. I have you know, certain, it's certain people you can tell right off that you might not show it up front, but I know you finna do something shady. Yes, Lord. I I feel it in my bones. I knew I was like, the fact that she's still there and she ain't ran off like the rest of them, either she wants something or she finna do something stupid. I just Kelly, you can tell by the way she managed him. 
She picks out, and he, he talks about it because he knows the process. She going to pick out three of the women that's in the hotel waiting on them. They going to take pictures. He going to sign autographs, and then the rest of the room going to be dismissed. And then push on. But what I really, what really made me not like her, off rip, was when he got ready to meet up with friends. Right, and she's like. And she was like, stay away from her. Bitch, this my friend. You don't tell me who to be around. And he was like, no. Immediately, no. And I, I like I'm like just because she made comments about his career does not mean which were true does not mean he has to stay away from her. And see, this is the what thing. are you trying to create? And even he admitted she was telling the truth. I don't like what she said, but it's still the truth. And you have to eat that. Shoot, he instead of trying to tell him not to be around her, tell him to do his damn job right. Agreed. <laughs> he said like you you. You tripping, Kelly. Like, he kept saying variations of that. Like, you doing too much. You tripping. Calm down, little mama. It ain't your world. Agreed. And then he gets to the fact, like, you figure out very quickly. He was like, Imaya is beautiful. And she knew it. Nigga. And I'm not going to lie to you. I read this chapter and I was like, wait a minute. Did something happen between them? Me too. Because I was like, this feels like something happened when they were in school. Mm. And they walked away from it. Because it's, it's, it's a couple of books where, you know, they're just friends. And then you find out, oh, early on in life. Child JJ and Cole. Early on in life. When they was at BSU. They was getting it in. Mm-hmm. Left and right. But anyway. <laughs> let's proceed. Cause Kelly. And so, what really tripped me out was that once he got into the room with them for brunch, which was a private brunch. They reserved the room for two hours. It was just the one, two, three, four, five of them. Why is Kelly still there? Why are you still there? Girl, I d- you're his PR agent, not his best friend. Exactly. Like, if he's in a private space with just his friends, you don't need to be there. You're not supposed to be there. You don't have any business there. So why are you in the room? Because it's like, if any, his friends don't keep him in line because they don't want to see him jacked up and in the wrong spot neither. They're his good friends. They ain't like play friends. They might just like home homeboys that hang out with me because I got money. Them his friends, friends. Right. His brothers. Shoot, when he walked in the room, he realized he had missed some of the banter. And he came right on with it. Man, sit your balding. You know what? The joking between them was hilarious. They, they are brutal. And they do not care. Friend. Th- that th- I thought we were brutal. Yeah, friend, we ain't been that bad since the baby shower. And <laughs> <laughs> that that baby what eight nine now? Well, I just saw the picture from the uh the uh the blanket that I made for her. Yeah, that was in fourteen. Friend, it's twenty two. That baby eight. That the, the <laughs> that baby is eight. We ain't been that brutal since that day. And I don't even think we kick it with all the people. Them well, the person who had the baby, we do. <laughs> We still hang out with her. Yeah. Say less, friend. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be good today. I promise. Try to be good. I'm going to be good. I Told y'all the shenanigans were back. <laughs> Told y'all we was going to bump like this. Hey. Y'all did. Anyway. <sighs> so, yeah. They get in. They joke with each other. I mean, brutal. Cutthroat. We don't care about your feelings. 
you better laugh with us and keep on pushing. Mm-hmm. So they did all of that. Yeah. And they talked about the schedule for the weekend. And, and, and the entire time they having this, the two of them do not say a word to, to each, each other. other. Not a word. It's like... So bad, so that he pulled up on her ass. He did. He did. <laughs> He's like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, what we not going to do is pretend like we don't know each other. Okay. Not in each other's face. No. And she makes the, she, she pretty much points out, I heard what your girl said. I heard what your stay PR says. You need to stay away from me, so stay away from me. And she politely kicked him out of her room. Absolutely. <laughs> and it wasn't long before we were at the... Did we go to the tailgate first? Yeah, y'all was supposed to. No, we went to the Phi Kappa Beta party. Baby. And so, if I'm not mistaken, Tony is one. I think all of them. I think all of the guys. And I think her co-host is one. Dean. Yeah. They're all members of Phi Kappa Beta. And baby. That can be very, very dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me wonder, is her sorority, like the sister sorority to their... I'm I'm under the impression that because you know you know how he is with these Phi Kappa Beta is a pretty rough fraternity because when she talked about them strolling she said I got out the way that part and I only know one group one fraternity that no I mean you get out of the way for all of them yeah cause but it's only swinging, one group swinging legs and arms and. It's only one group I know no, just run for us. <laughs> so one group I know you better get under a wall. <laughs> under a wall. You watch that mess from a distance. Because it's going to be Cause atomic. Because your, your ass might get picked up. <laughs> picked up, thrown. I'm not interested what, in none of that. Because well, we did have a friend that got picked up. And she's big and tall. So... Anyway, let's not do that no more. We're not gonna. We we cannot confirm or deny nothing from Step Show Weekend. Um, that was like our homecoming. I do miss that. Those were good times, friend. But anyway, anyway, Lord. Anyway, so we got Um, sweaty men and tattoos and and Imaya was losing it. She was like. Damn, I wonder if his tattoos go past what I can see. Because, listen, I got a thing for men with tattoos, too. Tattoos are nice if done properly. I I don't even be paying attention to what the hell it is. Just just If your arms are done properly. The Kelly rolling and trailer started flowing. I got a thing for you, baby, you know. Because I'm just saying, it's just something about a man whose tattoos look sick. They sit right on their arms. Just... Mm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so you and what's what I think Aubrey Penn did really well was like you could see them ebb and flow out of the consciousness of the other person being in the room, mm-hmm. even when they weren't in each other's presence directly. And when they saw each other, you could kind of get the vibe of what they were experiencing in the moment because it it just it was so beautifully done. And like what what we did pick up was the fact that he has had a thing for her basically since he met her. Pretty much. But he was telling himself over and over for years, stay away from her. Because I'm not good enough. Like, I know I'm not what she deserves or what she needs. Stay away. Pretty much. Do you know how difficult it is to keep yourself away from somebody you know is meant for you? Mm. Man. 
I don't, honestly, but you know. But I mean, we right, so. Yeah. But then Jackson Monroe, let me tell you about this old frock. When she said he was a junior when she got there as a freshman, <laughs> and he was still a junior when she was a senior, I said, wait, Mer? wait why did somebody from my school pop up in my head? Girl, I can think of a few. Because we definitely had some of those forever students like, at my school. Like, okay, you ain't getting a master's, a PhD. You don't want to grow up. You were toys and kids. I, like, I, definitely, I definitely put the note on there, that forever student syndrome. Because, baby, we, it, it happens it's, a lot. It's giving, go get a PhD if you won't stay here this long. Baby, but they can't seem to get out get the first one. I know, girl. Cause they don't do and it's usually cause they can't never figure out what they want their major to be. They having too much fun and they ain't going to class like they sitting do, on the set. They do just enough so they don't get kicked out of school. Sitting on the set. They do just enough to not get kicked out. <laughs> and she said, if it isn't Mr. Junior for eight years. Straight. <laughs> Listen. Oh, and that Negro had the nerve to be aggressive. Back up, sir. Please. If you knew anything about her, sir, you knew you wouldn't. You wouldn't try that. And before, look, it wasn't even that long. Who came uh, strolling over there to get her? Was it Gary? John. It was John. Baby, John was like gone somewhere. John. John came stomping over. It didn't take long at all. Get your ass out the way. Going on, and the next thing we know, they start strolling. And then here's the other get telltale sign who we might be dealing with: gold boots. Everybody don't wear gold boots. Not at all. Okay. Like, there are more than one that wear boots, but only one. No, no, no. Two. Oh, they wear, they wear, they wear, they, they wear boots, too? Gold boots. I mean, I mean, I know what they call it, but I'm just saying they wear boots. Yeah. I say they wear gold boots. I guess they... they bodies on bodies on bodies, friend. Don't start, don't start no stuff. Don't be no stuff. Because we don't know nobody's stuff. I just have seen gold boots on some of them before. That's all I can say. I will not confirm or deny anything else. Well, I can't confirm that some of them are fine. In every last one. Anyway. We Jesus. I got I got friends in all of them. I got friends in high places too. But anyway. Uh Who's here with your friend, bro? <laughs> so, yeah, John comes through. What the hell was that? Mm-hmm. It's good. We we straight. Now nah, cause I saw him all in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh. I know you love me. I know you see me as your little sister. But I got this. Yeah, and then Elliot Spencer comes up and he tries it. And she was like, wrong girl, got to go. You know, it's 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 interesting when these people who they act like they didn't know who you were back back Girl, in the back day. then they ain't want me now. But now but now you on T V screen. Mm-hmm. And you they yeah, everybody see your face every day all day. Mm-hmm. Oh now, oh now! I should have, I should have shot my shot when we was at school. See, I always wanted you. Did you though, nigga? Mm-hmm. So she eventually uh, runs into Tony, and Tony, mm-hmm. <laughs> who was drinking gold drink like she was drinking gold drink. <laughs> uh, they were talking, <sighs> and. They basically kind of had this tenuous moment, and John was like, "No, nah, man, we ain't doing this." He drug them both outside and left them outside to talk. Y'all need to fix this shit. And she ended up leaving with wet panties. That they tickled me so bad. <sighs> because sis, you denying yourself for something that you know you she want. wanted it. 
You know you want that. She looks, and see the fact that they were saying that they were saying that you know their friendship had kind of dwindled over the years. Right. You could have gone ahead and got your 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 wet. Anyway, <clears throat> be good. Yeah. You could have got got your sore alone and been on about your business, and you probably would have never had to deal with him again. Maybe. I doubt that. <laughs> unless you want, unless you want the people, you just know you got good cat, and he gonna want it back. Yeah. It was this part for me. She was like, "He smelled great. He looked even better. Fresh fade, skin glistening, thigh cap of beta teeth stretched over his muscular chest. My God, it was sexy. He was sexy." <laughs> She's like, even though I was, <laughs> and she has to break her thought. She was like, wait, I looked away from him. <laughs> she was like, imagine, I just can't. I just imagine what this, this man looked like. Yeah. And with, you know, no shirt on. No, sh- no shirt on. No, them, them boots on. <laughs> no, he had a shirt on. No, I'm talking about in my mind. Oh, in your mind? In, in my mind. Even though the book told you? I'm saying, I'm, listen. Okay. Somebody can be in a full-fledged suit and it's you stripping them. It's just nasty. What? Go ahead, friend. I have a great imagination. Come on, imagination set you free. <laughs> so, I'm just imagining him. No shirt on. Because he just took that thing off because he was strolling and he got hot. In my mind. <laughs> That's about how it go. They take their shirt off. Yeah, oh, they're coming shirt. up with clothes on. By the time they leave up out of there, ain't nothing on. They got somebody ripped around their legs. I'm just saying. So she gets irritated and she decides to leave. Okay, I've done my due yeah, diligence. They got into an argument. I didn't did my due diligence. You can stay and have a good time. I'm gone. And he was like, man, stop with all that foolishness. Good night. And she bounces. She does. And she goes back to the hotel. And she takes a shower, and she's getting ready to go to sleep, and <laughs> it wasn't even that many. Just two knocks on the door. And she he opened it. That's the thing, though. He ain't even, she ain't even have to. He knew, stop playing to open this door. <laughs> Did she tell me something? You could have stayed there. I don't need anything from you. That joke is on her to shut up. Laid them lips on hers. Before the night was over. Chabu, when I get you to the crib, upstairs to the bed, girl, you gon' think, girl, you gon' think. Anyway, and he put all of the five capital beta on her. <laughs> yes, and she enjoyed it. She did. Thoroughly. Yeah. Was shaking and shivering. It's, it's the fact that he slapped her on the vagina twice. <laughs> And then she tried to say something. He's like, didn't I tell you to shut up? <laughs> like, don't say nothing. And just take the dick. Okay? And, like, she even tried to call his name. Shut up. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, damn. Uh-uh, it's, it's when she saw him completely naked. She was like, where's that thing going? <laughs> and he's like, I told you to shut up, didn't I? Sir. You're not gonna present this to me, and I'm I'm baffled. The fact that she came completely out of herself and was like, "Wait, where's that going?" Because that that definitely ain't coming up in me. <laughs> where's that going? <laughs> that ain't going up in me. You the lie. Then she said that thing was thinking, and I couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> the 
what she was calling it though. The bouncing hook one eye monster. Yeah. She's like, I was blaming this all on the gold drink. Drink. She didn't say drink, drink. Drink. Well, the gold drink. Because, baby, because that, that drink, mm-hmm. drank, you drank that drunk, that drink and got drunk. There we go. Okay. Because, baby, you you took all of it. You, you took she all took it all. And then she tried to call his name again and he told her to shut up. <laughs> it's the way he just is like, shut up. <laughs> and then she tried to move your hands. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> you trying to kill me here. <laughs> You're trying to kill me. Stop it. No. Like, and, and he moved her hands. He demanded she move her hands. Parted his thighs. Parted her thighs. And picked up her fingers and started licking her juices off of them. I was like, bro. Let's just say, for lack of better terms, he just. He, he, he devoured her. He consumed her. Yes, he did. To the point that she had to ask, what are you doing to me? Whenever they say that, <laughs> they have died and gone to heaven. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, then he gonna finally ask her, what you say, huh? <laughs> then she gonna talk to some Tony. He said, no, nah, what did you say? <laughs> and she hit him with a Jamie Foxx special. Fuck you. <laughs> And of course him, he had clap back. Fuck you. Yeah. That was it. Fuck me. And so he fight <laughs> David. He fucked the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Then Ted Audacity to say, let's see if you watch your mouth now. Hell no. <laughs> hell, hell no. So they wake up the next morning. <laughs> and apparently they, they didn't sleep much the night before. Because he she woke she him woke up. him up for another dose. She had to ride. She did. Woke him up. Mm-hmm. And when he woke up again, she wasn't in the bed. You know, whenever the two two people have them the horizontal tango mm-hmm. and they fall asleep and the one wakes up and the other person is not right there. They, they be pissed. Oh girl. They be pissed. It reminds me of that uh that orange haired man. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. like, like your ass need to still be in the bed when I wake up. <laughs> if you don't know who the orange haired man is, he who is a friend by Love Velvet. <laughs> Literally, that is his name. <laughs> <laughs> she she refers to him as orange haired. That is the opening description of Sadiq Ellis. So yeah, Whew. like your ass need to still be in, and I'm gonna be like that. Your ass need to still be in the bed when I wake up, or or some some people they they all they'll dismiss it if they're being fed. Yeah, <laughs> whether it's male or female. Yeah. Anyway, so he was about to like dip out of there real quick, but he found her on the couch, and they get into another argument. Like the two of them don't know how to not argue, and he was like, she basically was like, well, if I wouldn't, have, if I would have been asleep, you would have just dipped out on me anyway. And after that whole argument, she ends up swallowing him. Oh, oh, to which he was like, oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> and after they go another round, I think, or was it round or two, something like that, they go for a minute because mm-hmm, they had to go. They had to go, but shoot, they took their time. They they both were late. They were late. 
Sorry, I was reading what I said. <laughs> this ain't sub bar sub bar dick e. This A1 black angus cut free and clear of crazy ass attachments. This disease free dick. Don't you fucking forget it. She sure better not. I don't think she could. <laughs> so he makes it back to his room and who's there waiting? Kelly. Which, why do you have a key to my room as my PR agent? Giving too much above your grade, your pay grade, because baby, no ma'am. And of course, Kelly is going off. She mad because like, you were I, with her, and it, it, it was then that I knew she, it was deeper because it's the way she fights with him about her. You were with her. That's the kind of fight that you do when you in love with somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody. Are you jealous because you want? What they getting? Yeah, like uh huh. Oh, and see, it, it was one of the things. It was either she wants him or she's had him and mad. She he won't go further with her. Yeah, it was one of them two. And I was like, what is the deal with these two? And she starts like, oh, Angie, it's it's not tea. Just take it off your site. You know, trying to you know actually doing her job as a PR agent. But shoot, let the pictures be out there. They are friends, and they were friends way before, before you came around. What what my thing was what really like I already said I knew from the first yeah part about her being who she was I knew I wasn't gonna like her when she said she was a non factor basically and low she budget was, and she Ooh. was nobody baby bitch if she was not important you wouldn't be trying this hard to make sure she was not around you agree miss I'm doing my job. Miss, I'm doing too much. I mean, it was just so much. And then she was, you smell like her. What's the point of me cleaning up your image if you're going to be around the likes of her? Girl, you what, what what negativity other than her telling the truth did she do? Why do you know what she smells like? Was you, was you all up in her ass and her pussy too? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where he was. <laughs> that is where he was. So, I'm like, bitch. You're doing way too much. You're, not, you're probably not getting paid enough for what you're doing. Way too much. And so, eventually, we pull up at the tailgate. And, baby, we find out that Garrett's wife has also pulled up to homecoming. Baby. Aubrey, I don't know if her name is Jessia. If it's... I don't, I'm trying to figure out if it's Jessia. I want to say Jessa. I don't know. I thought it might be a play on Jessica. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go with Jessia for now. The I is before the is. I don't know. But basically, she pulled up on Gary because Gary did a big no-no. He turned that location off. He turned that location off while he was at a party. And apparently, she pulled up on him. Your last known location, we him. And he was hanging around some woman because Gary pulled up with a knot on his head. And the homies was like, don't say nothing. Then here comes Mr. I'm a married man. Be cool. <laughs> Be cool. <laughs> so we're at the tailgate and after doing some, you know, they, they laugh with each other. And Tony reveals that his mother died of breast cancer and Maya was in his corner. He details Kelly like, hey, that's somebody that's been in my corner since my mama died. Back up. Listen, that before they got yeah. fully there, I highlighted this whole freaking paragraph of him going off on her. Oh, yeah. Because baby, was like, first of all, Kelly, who the fuck you wilding out on? Because you're doing too much, sis. 
Let's remember some vital shit. You work for me. I'm paying for you to be here and get on my fucking nerves. And Maya has been in my corner since my mother died of breast cancer. Far before you were thought of, don't disrespect her. If you try and force my hand, I always choose her and the rest of my crew. PRs are expendable. Ask the one, the others waiting on you to join them in the unemployment line. Because sis, you about to lose your damn job for real. You about to lose your job. Uh, he was like, I close. Yeah, he gets dressed. They get to get there. And of course, Imaya is dressed in her Miss Gamma Delta Rose 16 crown. Sis is ready for the parade. Well, yeah, because she that she's a part of the parade, and of course, they are doing their um broadcast, or they're they're preparing for their broadcast from Gam You Homecoming, and we find out that Jason, Jason, that's what we call him. Jason is also a sorority sister. Yes, and because Jason was like, oh, she's Miss Gamma Delta Pro. They introduce, and he hands her off. Here you go, bye, right? (laughs) And they're like, uh oh. Now you done left your wife in the hands of Amaya. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> but from what I understand, well, from what I can gather, they're they're not only are they sorors, but I or excuse me, you can tell very early on that Imaya and Garrett have a different relationship. Mm-hmm. You can, and so the the fellows kind of joke. They're like, "Uh oh, she's gonna be more like Imaya." <laughs> and of course, once Imaya and JC realize that they're sorors. Imaya takes her to meet the rest of the chapter, and it's come it's, on, sis. come on, sorority. You, you know the the bonds that they build inside of sororities. I mean, in any friend sisterhood group, women's organization, yeah. the bonds that you build are are lifelong. I there are ladies. Shout out to the women of sisters. There are women like we run. I run into women who were a part, are a part of sisters now, and I be like, oh my god, girl, yeah, da, da, da. Um, and so it's always great to run into women from organizations that you, you know, you build bonds with. They'll even, oh girl, I got a, a friend who do this, that, and a third and, you know, connect you with jobs and things like that. So it's networking and connections are very, very heavy when you communicate and you connect yourself with people in organizations. And it's not just, uh, sororities and fraternities. Yeah. It's in organizations when you're in school, period. Period. Yeah. So yeah, they the parade goes on by their business. Yeah, um, throughout the entire tailgate broadcast. Yeah, throughout the entire time, uh, whenever they would have them on camera or whatever, there were times where her co-star, her co-host, D, he started being weak because she makes mention at the beginning that she appreciated the fact that all these men would try to holler at her, but he wasn't like that. Right. Like, I would catch, she would catch him, like, eyeing him, but it wasn't too long where he mm-hmm. wouldn't leer at her. But for some reason, the entire time at homecoming, he was doing team too much. Yeah, he kept wrapping his arm around her. Holding and her close and, and, and Tony was, feeling on her. And Tony was like, nigga, back up off my, my woman. Even though nobody's supposed to know about what y'all doing. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's like, nigga, and she basically tells him, it's time. We, we not together, so... What you get jealous of? Mm-hmm. But he had to, he had to pull up because yeah. baby, you doing too much. Now this was crazy. So um, before we the, the fellas started having a little conversation once Imaya and JC kind of are you know with Gamma Del- in Gamma Delta Roland, and they were like you know Tony, don't be like Tony and wait. 
Gary, you got to treat that woman like you loved her. You married her. Come on now, bro. Stop, you know, tripping. And Tony was like, man, how you going to just put me put me on front street like that? Tulsa, how did I get in this? Gary Thompson, you opened your mouth. <laughs> I mean. And they were like, we bet that, that you would even be married with a kid by now. So the, the crew even knew that. Yeah, we, we've been waiting for this moment. For y'all to get y'all shit together so mm -hmm. we can have this huge wedding for y'all. Yeah. And at the donkey, cause and it, and in my mind, I'm thinking if they were to get married, they would probably have a combined bachelor bachelorette party. Right. Cause I mean, cause she hang out with the guys. Yeah, her friends is his friends. Now I'm sure her sorors would probably would have done something for her too. I don't but. know, but like when it comes to like weddings and stuff, she was with the bachelor party instead of the bachelorette party. So yeah, so. They end up linking up and then, or they, they get through the tailgate and it's time for the game. And before we get uh, there, Jessia was talking to Imaya while she was on her break. And, you know, she's watching Garrett and she gives her some really good advice. She was like, you know, he's closed. Jesse is like, he's closed off. And so, again, you can see that relationship between Imaya and Gary being a little different. She's like, you just have to give him a chance. Like, you got to know. Like, give him grace. Give him grace. She's like, you got to know when to when not to pry and when to, like, you know, know when to hold him, know when to fold him. Mm -hmm. and, but she, she basically befriended her. And she yeah. was like, you're his wife, so you family. Yeah. I got your back. Absolutely. If he ain't doing what he's supposed to do, I'm gonna let him know, and I'm gonna be in your room. Absolutely. So it's one of those. I he he's had a rough upbringing. You mm -hmm. know, give him grace, and whenever you need me, I got you. And Jesse is like, is it always like this? She tells him, "Girl, no. Normally, I'm with them. This is the first year I'm here for work." Because. <laughs> Homecoming get wild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he comes up, and of course, that frown was enough for Gary to come over and get his wife. Um, and she did one. Take, take care of your wife, man. Get her some ribs, some gold drink, show her a good time. They I don't leave. Know if you need to get her some gold drink because baby, <laughs> <laughs> she probably need a little sip, a little sip, a sip. Because uh, apparently, mm -hmm. when folks have their fun with the gold drink, they. I'm going to buy you a drink. They, they collect. Well, I'm going to take you home with me. Because that's, well, he showed Show up on his what own. what you think about that. <laughs> he showed up on his own. But he had some gold drink, too. You could tell. Both of them had. Mm-hmm. And they so enjoyed it. But anyway. They go to the tent. And, of course, Dean is like, oh, it's lit. And he's like, you know it. And apparently, Dean went to Brighton Heights, who is which is the team that getting heels is playing. <laughs> For homecoming. Interesting. Interestingly interesting. enough. And of course, Dean, once again, being touchy feeling. Touchy feeling and disrespectful. <laughs> what got me was how bad Tony wanted to wring his neck. neck. Oh, yeah. So uh, they uh, they go ahead and do the broadcast um, of the show. Um, and this is when we find out that Dean is indeed a part of Phi Kappa Beta. Mm -hmm. Um, he's the Beta Moon. Yeah, cause he he pledged that uh Brighton Hills, Brighton Heights. Brighton Heights. Sorry, the names are running together. Aubrey, sorry. Um, 
They go, they enjoy the tail, the tailgate, they wrap up the show. And she says, she's like, I don't know what's up with Dean putting his arm around me, but it was really starting to irritate me. <laughs> Since it was irritating me too. I'm like, bro, back up. Why are you touching him? And so, of course, Tony chin checks him. He's like, beta mu, Brighton Heights, midnight, 14. Dean starts like, rambling I off. enjoy yourself. And this is when I confirmed who I thought this was similar to because Dean threw up the hook. And I was like, well. Yep. Don't niggas. That that right though. Mm-hmm. So Tony was like, Alright, enjoy yourself. And so she walks when Tony walked away. No, when Dean walked when Dean away. When Dean walked away. <laughs> and Maya was like, Was that necessary? He was like, keep these niggas away from you. I'm not I'm gonna, gonna say, say it twice. twice. Here she go, your skirt is showing Tony. Okay, sis, you know that man will you This nigga bit you over. <laughs> Friend, you about to abuse the microphone. My bad. You know that man had you hemmed up last night and this he morning. Had you bent over in in compromising positions, and you think he ain't gonna act the fool because the nigga got his hands on you? Uh uh-uh, uh, here it go. You can't handle some competition. Okay. Oh, we competition. Okay, then bet. Because <laughs> he's he's a sports person, so you know. Oh yeah, his spirit was provoked. So they uh, he ends up having a, a small interview with a journalism student at Getting Hills. They talk. He ends up talking to his profile, Yates. And Yates was trying to get to Imaya too. Back all the way up. Mm-hmm. And, and she didn't care for that either. And he told her again, keep them niggas out your face. What was fun? That, that was hilarious to me, that little conversation. You need like, her I don't give a damn about those cameras, E. Keep them niggas out your face. She's like, I'm fucking you. I'm not yours. And he said, he laughed first. You what? <laughs> no, and there's nothing funny about this. Jelly, she didn't get a chance to finish her words. Yeah, he said, you, you are mine. mine. You, you did, did that. that shit. Yeah, and, and she got the message. And then he told me something, tell me she ain't went, and I'll let you go. <laughs> and then here she go. And he said, my, tell me my pussy ain't wet. <laughs> I, I had to go back and reread that, make sure I read it right. Yeah, I'm like, he told He's, he's taking claim. That he is. She said, Tony, we have a game. We can watch the game from right here. Now tell me. You ain't with. <laughs> then she talked to him. I can't. That's what I thought. Because he pulled her out of the room that they were in. Yep. Now they in the elevator. They went up, up, up the elevator. Into elevator the, goes up. Into the skybox. Where there's nobody there. And, it took, and he turned the elevator off so they can't get up there. They locked up enough. Baby. Baby. They watched the game. Yeah. Now that was the part that tripped me. <laughs> Aubrey Jeanette. Marie. You have been added to the club of people who I done gave six other names to. Aubrey Jeanette Marie. Jacqueline Kennedy. Corey Renee. Penn. You saw wrong for that darn touchdown that she talks about during this moment. <laughs> She had a touchdown, all right. He told me, so tell me what the score is. what? I was like, I don't know the she. Baby, sis had her a great time at that game. It's the fact, he was like, keep your eyes open, E. How, how the fuck you expect me to keep my eyes open with that log? <laughs> Going inside, in and out of me. How? 
Then he gonna modify. She talks a touchdown game. You. Then he said, uh uh uh. Touchdown speaks. Remember, I don't have no competition. You and this pussy belong to me. And I was like, Aubrey, <laughs> you wrong. But you know what though? All good things come to an end. Yeah. He was nice about it. He went cleaned himself up, helped her clean herself up. At and least he helped her clean herself up instead of just doing his and, and, and leaving. Yep. But you know, he got himself together. She walked out. And then as soon as he get ready to go down the, the elevator, here comes him in his face. That bitch killed him. And she, she, here she go. Was that Imaya that just left from up here? Why? <laughs> I mean, she just ugh. so aggravating. And I and I, I appreciate what he said. Pack your shit and go home. Cause why are you here? Being aggravating. So Imaya, get, we get to chapter seven. Imaya's like, "Damn, you won. The game day broadcast was over." Dean was out of my hair. Praise God. Kelly was gone. Hallelujah. The apple party was lit. Jessia and Gary were nasty dancing in the corner. So you know they good. John and Langston were on the prowl. So they straight. <laughs> if you know how them, do, them dudes do. She, look, here go the kicker. And as much as I wanted to mark Tony from the vulture circling him, work called. So she gets a call that basically talks about what's happening with the football team. And so Miles, uh, a player named War announced his retirement. This guy Miles McKinney was talking about being traded, and DeAndre uh, Townsend was uh, retiring for the sake of his family. Now all of this happens like quickly, so she's got to go to her hotel room and start and researching and getting to work. Because that's the work of a, a person who's in broadcasting. When the news drops, you got to bust a move. And it was one of those things where why couldn't Dean? She was like, Dean's not available. He was like, I didn't call Dean. I called for you. And that that made me mad too. I mean, it's one. Of, I I was I was on the fence about it because I was like, on one hand, you disrespecting me by not giving me my free time when I have free time. But on the other hand, this is gonna uh elevate my career, and you chose me over that one. Okay, cool. But it's there's. For me, it's the thing of it's their show. So they both should have got the call. But And then it's the other thing of, and, and I've been having this conversation a lot recently. It's been the thing of, you know, you want me to go over and beyond, but you won't expect that from my co-host. You, you will celebrate his mediocrity and push me for yeah. the work. That's, and that's and that was too. why I was on fence. Because I'm like, yes, it'll elevate her career over his, but at the same time, will it? Yeah. So it, it yeah. So... Basically, Sherry uh, gets off the phone. And so, of course, Imai goes to work. And while she's in her room, and who's at the door? Tommy. And food. And see, you going to feed I, me too? What I like is that he anticipated her need for food. He anticipated her needs before she asked. And, of course, not only did she That's get, a black cane right there. <laughs> He bought her some real food. She ain't had no makeup on. Listen. And she was in his GAMU football t-shirt. <laughs> oh. 
She was looking a mess. And he was like, come on, man, open this door. I know you ain't put... He's like, don't be trying to put yourself together. Because I... I done seen you at your worst. Mm-hmm. I don't care about all that. You mine. <laughs> and he, he talks about what made him leave the party. He was like, man, I didn't want to be there after I heard the news about my team. And... Just like it was hard to celebrate, yeah. you know, figure, trying to figure out what we going to do when this is all said and done, mm-hmm. which understandable. And so he said, you know, this really, he talks about the idea that it really made him reflect on his own future. Like, uh, the fact that he was hearing his teammates talk about he's retiring for the sake of his kids. He was like, I don't have a wife and kids yet, but, you know, I don't want to, you know, set myself up for a, a, a for a moment where I can't do what I want to do for my wife and kids because I'm still trying to play ball and all yeah, that. And you trying to be play a player for the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said, she talks about the fact that she was looking in his eyes and he was like, they shined. she was enraptured, basically. And then he dropped it on her. I, I love, love you. I loved you from the moment you walked into freshman orientation with that dry-ass ponytail and thick-ass glasses. <laughs> And what did she say? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Listen, we we be having some crusty moments. And it be like, well, you can love me when, when I'm at my worst. When I'm crusty. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that Stop. moment in that song still makes me mad. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. And the fact that then he like he locks her in his arms and he's like, man, listen, you know I don't do no stuff like this. And he was like, I've been trying to keep myself away from you. And she was like, why did you do that? And he was like, I didn't think I deserved you. Real talk. Real talk. When when all of the games and the joking is put to the side, when there's some serious moments going being said and listen, yeah, take heed, baby. Then he hit her with the I need you. Fuck wanting you. I need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can live and function without you, but why do I? Why do it if I don't have to? Why love you from afar when I can do it up close and personal every day? Thank you. Stop denying yourself of what is yours. Mm, lip bite. She, she became a lip bite now. She bite him. Stop. So. She's about to cry now. And, you know, it's very obvious that they're they're going to settle into the relationship in this moment. And they do. I mean, but she's like, be sure. Yeah. She did. She don't 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 say this just because you see somebody else doing it and you feel like I need to do the same thing. Yeah. Be for real. If this is what you You really want, okay. But don't say this just because you and your feelings. And you know, he grew up in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. It's called growth. Yep. Yeah. And then he grew up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sprouted real good. <laughs> the fact that she said that pussy is exclusive, baby. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. So. He was like, basically, they have a, a, this moment is spicy, but it's more like a simmering soup. The first one was like an explosion. This was like simmering soup on the stove. Very gentle. Still nasty. It's still nasty. But, you know. I mean, in a good way. 
Yeah, and then he hits her with the, I'm sure, Imaya. I'm sure that I love you. I'm sure that your heart is safe. I'm sure as hell, I, I want you. And, excuse me, I want you, that I need you, that I want a family with you, that I want to do this life with you. You hear me, baby? Sorry, you can't say that kind of stuff when you that far ahead. You all, you all the way up in. You already stroking that nerve, sir. Don't. And then he he he, he uh, increasing pressure on her throat, and she was gone. She was a goner before he even. And we're out of there. <laughs> she was done for. That was the TKO. I told you when they put this. This was the moment I told you when they put that thumb on your lip. No. <laughs> That's the kiss of death. Once that nigga put his thumb on your lip, no, there is no point. That's the point of no return. He, I told you, friend. Once they, once they put the thumb on the girl lip in the book, that's it. That thumb go on their lip and they life change. And in some books, it's for better. But fortunately for this book, it was for the better. Because in a lot of books, it's for the worse. <laughs> destroys your life, baby. Destroys your life. That thumb on the lip destroys a and lot then, of lives. And then after, they, they, they fall over the cliff. Yeah. It's, it's funny because then you see where the friendship came in. Yeah. Because he was with her when she got her first tattoo. Yes. And then gonna tell her she should get another of his name. He was like, "Hey, you so lie." <laughs> she was like, "Just tattoo it on my heart, cause I'm not doing that for real." She, he was like, "I just talked you into being my woman." Touche. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she goes back to work. Homecoming weekend is over, and yeah, she's sore. She's sore, but she's working, and um, she's recording her radio show and the podcast. She went back to her office. She was doing some more work. She was doing paperwork, and she finally got a little tired and was like, okay, I need to go get something. So she went to get some water, took a little, you know, and here come Dean old trifling behind. And I thought he was just going to be an annoyance, but this, this is pissed when I, me off. Yeah, this pissed me off to the nth degree because he was like, oh, I, I talked to him about getting my own show. Well, congratulations, you know. No, she wasn't. That girl was like, your own show. What about it, me? It's one of those... It's sarcastic congratulations. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, congratulations to you, you know. And she started going off. Homecoming was my idea. Da -da -da -da. How they gonna Baby. That wasn't what pissed me off. Because you know, that's yeah. one of those things where it happens all the time. We don't like it. Yeah. It's not fair, but it, but it happens. happens. What pissed me off was when he put his hands under her dress. And he tried and tried to take her cookies. Baby, when I tell you I saw Cracking right. my my knuckles like you you cracking them now. Yes, friend. I was ready to fight. <laughs> and then to add insult to injury, she she called. She said she tries. She tried to call Tony because Tony. he's supposed to be there whenever she needs him. Yep, and he did not pick up the phone. Did not. Did not answer the phone. And so she's about to have a a, a a nervous breakdown because this man just sexually assaulted me at work where yes. nobody saw it. And the one, and the one I, person I'm supposed to be able to depend on is not answering my phone call. She gets home. It takes everything in her to open up the door just for her to get in the house. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she takes a shower. She tries to calm down, whatever, whatever. And when she finally settles down and she gets hit with something else. The internet is a cruel place. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> The internet is a cruel place because not only did she have to deal with that bullshit, now the love of her life has apparently has gone. been doing whatever that he used to do. He hadn't changed. Yep. 
The only thing that changed is now he's imprinted in my body. Yep. And of course, it's much harder to shake that food now. Once that impression is there, there is no, oh, I have to get you. Okay. So, so she sees on the internet that Tony has been um, canoodling with some other women. With other women. Out and about doing whatever you do, and that's why you ain't asking my house. So she is devastated. She's like heartbroken, depression almost. Like all of this happening in the same twenty four hours. Yeah. Which this had my radar tweaking because I'm like, that man just said he wanted to have a family. What tweak? Like my my so, man right? My man right? So we go over to Tony's POV. Sure enough. Sure enough. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. Tony ain't clean in the pool. Tony wakes up and he's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what's going on. He can't remember anything. He is gone out of his mind. His head is foggy. All this stuff. He's trying to figure out why these naked women is in the bed with him. Like. And the next thing he hears is Kelly talking about, all right, ladies, get up and get out. And immediately, my spider senses started like she started thumping. How the fuck you get in there? How did you get in so fast? What I'm trying to figure out because they're at a hotel, right? Yes. He's in town, ain't he? Why are you at a hotel if you're in town? I, just, friend, I it, it had my everything about. That's this. when I knew something was right. Because I'm Some like, you are right. in, you're in your hometown. You have you you got money, so you don't need to be at a hotel. Why are you at a hotel when they win? Agreed. You don't remember shit, so that means somebody either drugged you or you got that drunk. He it's clear up front he's not that big of a drinker. So yeah, something ain't quite right. And the fact that she just dun da 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 now you here to save the day. Where were you when these bitches was all in his face? Agreed. Because you was the one, this one, this one, this one, picking who's supposed to be able to take pictures with him and autographs. Where were you at then? Mm-hmm. Now she's like, oh, I'll handle everything. It's all good. I don't trust that bitch. I don't trust that either. And then, like, he starts looking at his phone because his phone was practically dead. No, it was It dead. was dead. He, he sees all the calls, and he tries to call you. No, he, he didn't get see that until he got home and oh, put yeah. it on the charge. That thing was completely dead. Yeah. He got home. He, t- he handled his hygiene. The fact that she was like, you go out the, the back door, basically, and yeah. I handle everything, and still ain't right. So he when he finally leaves there goes home. I'm like the fact that you were at a hotel instead of at home and you in town. So yeah, right, right. He gets there, showers, puts the phone on the charger, t- showers, whatever, whatever. And that's when he gets the influx of phone calls and text messages that had happened while his phone was dead. Yeah, and the like he he gets on the phone with the crew, and the crew is mad. Like nigga, what the fuck did you do? Right. Like, you just got the girl. What? So, they're, like, going on. They're, like, what were you thinking? He's, like, I don't know what happened last night. And they were, like, you went from good and wholesome to a plethora of whores. And, like, something in me was, like, this ain't. It ain't clicking. It ain't clicking. And I think the crew was trying to figure that out, too. Like, something don't feel right. Because it was, wrong. like, where your, where is your PR? Like, she was all over your, your shit, all over your okay. dick while you was at homecoming. Now, all of a sudden, you back, in, you back at home. And she off her job. Something she, is wrong. That part. So then uh, John was like, where's your, you know, they asked where his PR was. And they say, okay, from the top, tell me what happened. And he says, I can't remember nothing past meeting up with Miles to talk about the trade. We met up for dinner. And then I woke up in a hotel full of naked booties. And then Jesse says, Tony, yes, sis, keep, keep your ass in the, the house. house. I'm on the way. 
And then he, she, look, I knew she was the killer when they said Olivia Pope saves the day. Better call you Maya and ask her to spin this story in your favor. If her ass was talking to you. And then we get a POV from Kelly. Now, I know whenever I get a POV from somebody that I don't like in a book. I'm going to be pissed. Or that, not necessarily somebody I like, but whenever you get a POV from a tertiary character, you know you're going to get some tea you wouldn't get any other way. And so the sneak POV from Kelly, I like it. I like the element of it. Even though we don't like her ass. It oh, yeah. was necessary. And you know how I feel about them extra POVs. Uh-huh. You hate them. <laughs> you you have a very organized system, friend. But it was it was it was necessary. So we find out Kelly is the one who plotted the whole hotel scene. Her sister, Gigi, was one of the women. Mm-hmm. Sister is a prostitute or escort or whatever. Yeah. And if you haven't read any of Ari Penn's uh books, Elonia can't stand that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think she I, works. She works for her. And Alonia, I've read her daughter's book. Can't stand that bitch. Yeah. I don't think I've read that from her, but I don't think I've read any books where I ran into Alonia. You you meet her in the beginning of the Getting Hills series. Oh, yeah. See, I, I, can't, I, I can't stand that bitch. Yeah. So you find out that Tony really didn't do anything. They drugged him, took him to the hotel room. And he's going to have a bit. Don't touch me. I got, I got a girl. girl. I'm happy where I'm at. No, I'm not slanging dick tonight. Whatever, whatever. It wasn't until he passed out that they even got any photos. Because he was adamant. Leave me alone. And Kelly, the whole time, is like, I'm not going back to what I used to do. He going to be my man. <laughs> oh, so we didn't talk about that when they were at homecoming. Cause he was like, "Why are you tripping on her so hard?" And she was like, "Why not me?" No, it was it was one of those "Why her?" Period. Yeah, why her? Of all people, why her? Which is translated to "Why not me?" Bitch, you you a pick me that ain't gonna ever get picked. Trying to get chosen ain't supposed to be chosen. And the the shit that you're doing, you definitely not gonna get chosen. Yeah. So then, because whether him whether him and Amaya got together or not, you you dogging his best friend out. Mm-mm. Bitch, how you think you gonna get in that way? Yeah, I was through with her then for real, for real. So we go back to Imaya, and Imaya has put on makeup on her face, everything. She gets to work, and they call a meeting. And in this meeting, these trifling ass motherfuckers she right here is accused of sexually assaulting Dean. Not only that, her manager, whoever Sherry is, yeah. Even included, I even told you about your outfits and blah, blah, blah. Bitch, no, you haven't. And the work, like, they were like, the clothes that you wear. Uh, because when she tried to get away from, uh, when she got away from Dean, she politely grabbed and twist. That's how she got away. And so he they're was, making it seem like she came on to came him. Came on to him and she, she didn't want it. Yeah. That he took that scene, he videotaped himself sexually assaulting her. Altered the video to make it look like she was sexually assaulting him. And then, because I, girl, <laughs> this whole thing had me heated. And then it was this moment when I was like, this is too much happening too fast. Him and Kelly got to be in cahoots. And, you My, know, the, and the, the funny thing is, like, Sherry, of all people that work there, to take his side over hers. Really? As a woman? They don't let her speak about it. They don't do anything at the table. And, like, it's fair, right, when 
when something like something so heinous is done. But I, I again, they immediately went to assist him. Had she filed that against him, it would have took hell of high water before. Are you are you sure stuff. that that's what happened? Are you sure you didn't come on to him? The, I mean, it was so horrible. And but I, what I like is that sis was real smooth. She was like, okay, she got her stuff. She really didn't keep much in the office anyway. She didn't. She got her stuff and she left. And he had a smirk on his face, conniving ass. Like, mm-hmm, since I couldn't get no pussy from you, guess what? I'm gonna get your ass back. And I'm like, what was your motive, sir? What What were you really going to get out of it? Because. Like in the discussion, they were asking about, do y'all think that she or not Sherry, but Dean and Kelly had other things going on other than the plot for that? And it was like, I never thought about that. But even if they were intimate with each other, he was gonna be mad because he wasn't gonna get neither one of the girls because Imaya was already in love with Tony, and then uh, Kelly wanted Tony, so you weren't gonna get neither one of them. Mm-mm. So what was your motive? Like, what were you really going to get out of it? Because mm-hmm. Amaya didn't want your ass. So, she, like, she goes home, and she sees Gary, John, and Langston waiting on her porch. And she, tried, the she tried to hold it back. But she, she got about three sobs of an ugly cry out, and she just kept, it just kept. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when, when all of this is happening at the same time, yeah. you get sexually assaulted. Your boyfriend supposedly cheating on you. Yeah. And y'all just got together. Yeah. And then, and then you get you fired. It. Yeah. It was right like, behind that off of a lie. That is a lot. Within 48 hours. Yes. That is a lot. And I then they have a break, nervous breakdown. I then mean, they uncover that he, that Dean actually sexually assaulted her. Oh, baby. Baby, big brother mode. Unite. Who? Big Brothers of the uh, of the Universe unite. They was somebody's ass was about to be kicked. And so Jessia is on her way. And they was like, let's go. That nigga got me full. <laughs> and so Jessia, Jessia, Lord. You keep telling us. You keep putting the I after the S. I don't know. Aubrey, send us a voice <laughs> note so we, we can get it right. We do voice notes. I, 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 I call her Jessia. But either way, she uh they get into her and Imaya get into this beautiful conversation. And this is when we learn the fullness of Garrett's story. And so, um, or we learn on a good level. You are, you learn about him and Imaya. Yeah. And and the reason that they are so intertwined with each other. Um, and so she uh Jay his wife. <laughs> Jason. His wife is like Thank you. You know, she she finally uncovers what it is. And uh, she kind of tells her, she's like, you don't want the job back. They didn't respect you. Any job that takes the man's side and doesn't bother protecting the woman who drove it forward. Mm-mm. And, you know, she you also learn a lot about his wife in this moment, too. And uh, she starts off by telling Imaya, you know, he told me what's up and what happened. And um, she was like, you two shared similar experiences. And this is when we find out that, yeah, they did. Um, and she was like, I get it now. Why he was closed off. She was like, yeah. What, woman wants to, what man wants to look at his woman and tell her that his foster father molested him? And so 
it they we go on from there and we learn that both of them have been uh, both Imaya and Garrett have been sexually assaulted. Um, and she says, you know, we hear that they both have done counseling. The He's done the work. Imaya's done the work. And she said, you know, they basically solidify that their sisterhood goes beyond the sorority. We are sisters because of Garrett. And he's we my are, brother, so you are my sister. Yes. We're so, a family. Like a giant tree. Branching up towards the sky. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, she asked one thing. She said, this wasn't supposed to be about us. I got you sidetracked. I just want you to know whatever you need from me, I got you. And Imai was like, can you make all of this go away? She was like, I can, actually. <laughs> da, 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 da. So live your Pope to the rescue. John told y'all. So... Of course, on Tony's side, Jason. Everybody's trying to figure out what the hell happened, man. Yeah, and so they were at practice, and everybody was like, "What you gonna do?" And then somebody came in and was like, "Look, don't bring all that negative energy in here. We gonna do what we know how to do, which is go out here and have a good practice." It was one of the we stick up for each other. Cut that shit out. Yeah. So, small confession, friend. <laughs> I didn't realize what sport Tony played until this moment. Wow. Uh, I promise. I, and I was like, I should have known because she said he was playing at this time. But it just didn't connect that it homecoming season correlates to football season. Wow. <laughs> so I was on the short bus riding along. I was like, okay. And truth be told, I really thought he played basketball. And I was like, okay. Oh Lord! <laughs> <Look at me laughs> <tall. laughs> so I got here and I was like, "Football!" Oh God! And then I, my brain finally started firing off signals like, "Duh, idiot!" Of course it's football. <laughs> and you but admit this shit, oh, friend, on, on the recording, yeah. It, it's safe to say, you know, I was having a moment. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. <laughs> I promise you I was I was I was just being like I knew he played sports and I was okay with that because so much was happening you and I told you I went through every emotion in this book so it didn't really matter what sport he played I knew he played sports for GH Hills I mean damn you and, and he went professional okay cool and they never really say up until this moment that he's a football player think about it and shoot, LeBron didn't practice it right now, so I was good in my thoughts. So. <laughs> Stop laughing at me, friend. Okay. He talks about the fact that Kelly has conveniently gone MIA. All that shit she was talking. Mm -hmm. All that shit she was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and now you, now when I really need PR, yeah, you ghost me? And this was one of my spider scissors. I was like, Nigga, go get your girl. Yep. He was like, I'm going to get going to see my baby. He came over. She won't answer the phone. She not answering the door. Mm -mm. This nigga found her spare key. <laughs> Broke into the house. Well, he, he, he ain't breaking it because he, he walked in. in. But he showed one welcome. 
Yeah, he wasn't walking. He went in there and got in the shower. That's how you know. <laughs> this is Cyril. This is Cyril. That joker went in there and went into the shower, and she told him to get out. He got out and she was sat sitting, on she the was couch. Sitting, she was sitting in the middle. Like, I was like, she's sitting in the middle of the shower with her knees pulled up. She is losing her shit. Yes. She is losing her shit. Yeah. Because another log has been added to the fire. And what, you may ask? Somebody took video footage of them in the skybox. When they was getting it in. When yeah. she played, when she said touchdown, they saw it. Mm-hmm. So now, so it's like, within 48 hours, I have been sexually, sexually assaulted. You might want to say 72 now. We have. It's been like three days. I have been sexually assaulted. My boyfriend supposedly cheated on me. I, I got, got fired. fired from my job. And then somebody put revenge porn out there. Yeah. Yeah. Great life. Great life is going great right now. Mm -hmm. And so Tony is fun. He's and so Tony is like, I'm sorry. He's like, I've been calling you to tell you, tell you what, huh? What that you're sorry? Everyone is so sorry. And so she starts going down the list. My network is sorry. My producer sorry. You, Dean, sorry. Dean. And he finds out that boy tried to touch her. And she said, get out of my house, Anthony. She didn't call him Tony. Get out of oh my God. house, Anthony. And so the next thing we see is Tony at his father's house. And his daddy was like, what you going to do? No, this dude. No, oh, no, he's at, he's at, at his house. My he's bad. packing his stuff to go for a game. Yeah. Or and, his, and his dad was like, what you going to do? What the fuck you mean you going, I'm doing my job now, nigga. You better do right. You got your household, so to speak, is in shambles right now. Fuck that damn game. Yeah. It, and look, make it so bad. His dad mama said the only woman he can marry is Imaya. And his daddy said, what you're not going to do is disappoint your mom. Dead and gone. His mama already knew that was the woman for him. So you ain't got no choice but to marry that one. So get your shit together. Right. And go fix shit. With my, my my daughter-in-law. Sure better. And then his best friend showed up. And they was like, you going to the game. Oh, we, we going to the game. So it's like, but daddy said no. <laughs> Pack your shit. Let's or it better, no, it's already be, better be packed. Go get your stuff. Let's go. So we can go. He's like, man, I'm not going. I'm going to go get Imaya. Get your shit. Let's go. And they, they finally had to tell him, Imaya flew to the game, man. Come on. Let's go. And apparently, everything comes out in the wash. Yeah. I don't know what got into Tony. And she says it. Or, or how, Garrett's wife. Because she done found some recording on how to say this girl name. Is, and that don't sound right to me. <laughs> it don't. Aubrey, send us a voice note or a phonetic sound out so we can do it. Because that recording, I, don't, I just refuse it's to believe it. It's a commonly it. used name. Like I said, I refuse to believe that foolishness. You know us. We're creative. That don't mean shit when the name is coming. Whatever. As many ways as I done seen my name spelled. Listen. Spelling and pronunciation are two different things, friend. No, friend. Because K-E-I-S-H-I-A. 
definitely is not. Again, I say, spelling and pronunciation are two different things. Like I said, because I just like when you can say a is definitely not how you say the last part. No, ma'am. Anyway, so Garrett's wife and Emaya. No, it's not. It's supposed to create a different sound. Anyway, Emaya and Garrett's wife are together. <laughs> and they're on the plane. They're on the pl- they're talking. Um they drank it. And she was like, Man, you can't see yourself without that man, can you? Look me in the face and say that. And homegirl was like, mm, I can't. She said, You can't even form your lips to lie. Because you know that man is yours. Even with all of that, he is yours. And she was right. Because he didn't already said you mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she hands Imaya an iPad. And just, just, just watch, just watch it. And it says, good morning, Gantt Hills. Today was supposed to be a joyous day. Mm-hmm. It was slated to announce my solo show today. But instead, I'm here telling you and the network that I'll be stepping down. Recently, I hurt someone who trusted me. For all of you who have been following us, no, excuse me, know that Imaya Renee has been the driving force behind the show and the network. She's worked tirelessly to provide content and keep her segment true to the culture. There are rumors swirling that she came on to me, and that's not true. I violated her. I used her work to elevate, and I'm ashamed of myself. In addition, I worked with Kelly Brent to further assassinate her reputation. Oh, I felt so vindicated in this moment. I was in my bed. Loki, I I really still needed him to get his um, ass rocked. I, I felt vindicated because my spider senses finally stopped going off. Because I knew them two was in cahoots with each other. I knew it. Um, Imaya, if you're listening, I apologize for hurting you and betraying your trust. To the network, my my actions have been less than subpar. This is my last day. Getting heels. It's been great hosting. Have a good day. You damn right it's going to be your last day, motherfucker. You get locked up. Yep. And they put shiny bracelets bracelets on his wrist on national television. Goodbye. And then we hear the following. Dean Walters and Kelly Brent have been arrested for revenge porn. Both will be held without bail. And I was like, look at Jesus. I still think he should have got his ass wrong. I think he does. Well, according to Ari Penn, she feels like he did. But everybody in the comments at the discussion was like, no, nah, I need to see him. No, I, 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 think, I think it does. Because the question becomes... Like it was, it was one of those things where we assume it happened because we already know the brothers, right? Because there's only two voices who really primarily speak in the book. She would have had to do another sneak POV. That's the only way that she could do it. And then I'm trying to think who would best be the one to tell the story because from what it appears, all of them have very high stakes careers. So if Tony's on the scene, it's a risk. If Imaya's on the scene, it's definitely a risk. So where can we go to get the story told? I'm sure Garrett and John and Langston was on that behind. It's yeah. just a matter of who I mean, got I to get, tell the story. That's the thing, though. I get 
that it, he 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 they did beat his ass, you know, mm-hmm. in the behind scenes. But I said in the the, the discussion, I said, look, he um, assaulted her and betrayed her trust on camera, so to speak. His ass would be beat down on camera. <laughs> It went behind the scenes for that. It don't need to be behind the scenes for that. So, um, we also find out that Garrett's wife has been sexually assaulted at her job as well. And so she is, by all intents and purposes, she she did the work of an Olivia Pope and got that girl some justice. Because they be deserved. She did. And so, fourth quarter, we're brought to chapter 15 with the fourth quarter of the game. Tony was tearing it up, and they, he has the best game ever in a long time. And because he was doing his damn job. <laughs> after a really great game, they go to dinner at a restaurant that's reserved for just them. And Tony, before they leave, Tony gives Imaya a gift of a tennis necklace, which I've heard of tennis bracelets, but I didn't know they called them tennis necklaces. I didn't, I didn't either. Yeah, so that was nice. Um, and of course, she's like, "You didn't have to give me anything." He was like, "Girl, as much as I missed you, and as bad as I messed up, you better put this necklace on and let's go." They go to the restaurant and have a meal that she cooked for them: the lamb chops, the potatoes, all the things. And they have this really um, beautiful birthday. And then we see a video. And that video is of the moment when Kelly was dumb enough to confess her crime in front of a cell phone camera. Well, she didn't know. She didn't know, but her sister did. <laughs> her you sister sneakily recorded the conversation. Well, she recorded everything that happened in the room. Mm-hmm. And so, after she finished doing what she was doing, she cut the camera off and sent the tape to Tony mm-hmm. to let him know what really happened. Hello. Since her sister didn't pay her. That's why you gotta pay the people who you hire. I, you know, the fact that she recorded it without even knowing whether she was gonna get uh, money or not lets me know she ain't gonna do that shit anyway. Yeah, she didn't want to. I, ha- I high-key, low-key feel like she probably would've sent that to him anyway. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so, they have a beautiful date at the Steak and Potatoes um, and Lamb Chops and all the things. They were riding in the Bentley Bad Taker. <laughs> um, they just have a beautiful night, and of course, <laughs> he took her cookies again. Always, always. Mm-hmm. In the presidential suite. I mean, that's never mind. <laughs> Some time later, <laughs> I'll be good. Or excuse me, no, they go to brunch the next day after the game. And Imaya is given the job she always wanted. She Sienna Lawrence comes forth and Sienna offers her a job. Offers her a job at GHSPN. And she doesn't have to interview. She doesn't have to nothing. They want this her there. The job is good as yours. Yes. And so Tony was like, everything falls apart only to be put back together. Congratulations. <laughs> it was beautiful. So, chapter 17 opens in Maya's POV, and she's been working at GSPN. 
Um, so she's at Triple B's for a Danish and a mocha, celebrating, and she's spending time. She runs into Gary. And so her and Gary have a very intimate conversation where he checks on her mental health. He's like, yo, after everything you've been through, you good? And she was like, yeah. And he said, no, are you good? And um, I believe she's gone back to therapy again. And he bought her a journal, which was so sweet. I think that was powerful. But I, I think you can tell so much about their friendship because they know that about each other. And yeah. they, they, you know, people would call it a trauma bond on the surface. But the fact that both of them have gone and gotten the help they needed, they, they, and they still were able to maintain their friendship beyond that. And they cover each other like that and yeah. keep each other accountable like that. Like, even with everything else that they have going on, because he's married. Yes. Like, he reminded us so many times throughout the book. You know, <laughs> speaking of, what I thought was funny was he would remind us until his wife got there. Right. But like as soon as his wife got there, there was no I married. But that's the thing. I think it was it it it, it speaks so much that after that moment, after the initial after homecoming, things change for all of them on a level. Tony and Imaya get together, um, Garrett and his wife become Jason. a Garrett and his wife become a much stronger couple. I just am curious what happens to John and Lawrence after this moment. Which I'm hoping Arbor gives us a view into Garrett and his wife later. <laughs> you know what's funny is so many authors do not like writing about married couples. Yeah, girl, you know A Warren hit me with with I the saw. I was so disappointed. I I saw. I, I she was saw. like, my pen don't do married couples, and I said she no. did that one time. I think was that yeah. one time in the uh. The building four oh four yeah four oh two yeah them yeah so they end up they wrap up their time at the, the the bakery coffee shop whichever one it was and Tony in Tony's next chapter they're at his dad's house for Sunday uh Sunday dinner tradition and of course they're gonna be late because he, he Tony can't stop snacking on the peaches he likes um or the peach he likes. And um, after all of that time, <laughs> what's funny is he was like, let's go. And she was like, they can smell you on me. He was like, so, that'd be all right. <laughs> and then she took it a step further. She's like, I need to clean up or you'll be leaking out of me all day. He was like, let it. She said, you nigga. nasty. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> she said, you a nasty nigga. He talks I'm your nasty nigga. <laughs> It's true. It's true. And I was like, okay, I just can't. So <laughs> when they get there, the first thing they say, it's about time y'all nasty self showed up. The fact that his friends are at his dad's house before him. <laughs> this says everything. They're late. Uh-uh. So he uh Imaya was like, I'm glad you're not locked up for back child support or worse, settling down with baby mama baby mama number three. So of course they immediately go back to the banter that we the, see the, at the, the beginning of the book. Plan and, Cause that's that's the MO. Of course. And then they tell us some give it six months, wedding bells. And John was like, You're a lie. <laughs> he said, If I'm a lie, my mama is a lie. And she saw you leaving that girl house. Here go John. She had heartburn. Let me guess, you stroked it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tom's penis for me. <laughs> this is my Tom's dick. 
<laughs> nah, that's Luke and Magnesia. <laughs> and I, I love, I love a good friend circle. Like sometimes I, I, I think sometimes like, and this is what really separates a lot of authors from me. If you can write a friend circle that is predominantly not the gender that you are, and there is and no automatically we got the fuck. Or I just slept with all the crew. Like it, it is something to be said when you can speak. And like on a level, we don't speak differently. Well, we do speak differently than men. And so the idea that you could write that male friendship circle and it's genuine and authentic and slightly toxic, like we like them, like <laughs> it's perfect. And I, I, I can't take anything away from her for that. It was beautifully done how she wrote their friendship circle. Um. And of course, Jessia, <laughs> I mean, Karen's wife, because I'm trying to stop messing up this woman's name. They laughed. He was like, man, except for you, 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 you are right. He's like, but your little friend, she can keep <laughs> And he said, you brought them home. Like, she's like, what did I do? Imani's like, what did I do? Of course. And so he was like, I'm going outside. And she's talking about, oh, is the baby upset? <laughs> No, what got me was the fact that sis, there was the, are you pregnant? And this nigga left. It was his dad, though. His dad was like, man, your mama was on the pill when I was messing with her. You see how? He's like, that's how you got him. It was, <laughs> was like, man, she got she on the pill. His daddy was like, your mama was on the pill and you showed up. But no, that but that was the funny thing though. This nigga stopped. He they would get ready to have dinner. Yep. He stopped and went to the store. Yep. Went and got two different nerves. Yep. He <laughs> said him. Take him over in the bathroom and was like, take them now. Take them now. And he stood right there and wait, she was like, Are you gonna let me go ahead? <laughs> like, dude. He did not care. Go ahead, Pete. And sure enough. Baby, good and pregnant. She he didn't buy two. He bought twelve, <laughs> and I she used 12. all twelve. And before that thing could get wet, good enough, baby, pregnant, yeah. good and <laughs> good and pregnant. Made me wonder. So which night was it? They got up. <laughs> it wasn't the first one. It wasn't the first one. We know he didn't. We know he didn't shoot in until the third time. Something like cause baby, once they went without. They went, without, they went without Pete, no, cause okay, the night after the party, he caught, he wrapped up on the couch. That next day, he pulled out. He pulled out at the game. It wasn't until that night when she was working, like I said, that he shot up the club. Like and I said, said, once they once they went without, cause that pull out shit don't always work, bro. <laughs> um, we we learned last season. With Rutten Parker, you ain't even gotta stick that shit in and she can get pregnant. Yeah, that's true. We did learn that last season. So we are left at the epilogue, and of course, Ganton Hills Warriors are at the Super Bowl or earn themselves a ticket to the Super Bowl. So this is the playoff the final playoff game. So this is either the AFC or NFC championship game. And um is it yeah. Don't don't happen. That's what it usually is because it's the it's the playoff game. It's the final playoff game. And um of course the Kent Hills Warriors win. And 
Tony and Isaiah look at Imaya and say, hey, go do the interview. And she was like, man, Tony will kill me if I do this interview running down there, pregnant and all that. And she gets down there and she starts the interview. And next thing she knew, she sees Isaiah here and Tony a box. And Tony hit her with the proposal, which was beautiful, by the way. It was sweet. Will you marry me? And of course, they were like, tell the man yes. And she's like, yes, 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 forever yes. <laughs> so she cried. He kissed her. And uh, she says, oh, I, I love, love you, you, man. Yeah, oh, I love you too. We. It was beautiful. It was pretty. Um, and that's the end of homecoming season. Again, Aubrey, you, you did this one. This was beautiful. It took me through all the fields. But let's get to the part that we love. You know what? <laughs> come on, friend. You ain't no good. I, come on, man. Tell me, friend. It's just one thing I want to know. What's your scene? You already know how I am, friend. With you, your nasty you, self. You already know how I am. Come on, nasty. It's it's a skybox for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the skybox because you don't see it coming. It's it's the skybox for me. Like yeah, the first night when he knocked on her door, yeah. it was like open up the door, and they was it was tension. Yeah, that's nice. That's cute. Yeah, we know that's gonna be a smash session. Yeah. Great. But that's that not us. It's the fact because I thought he was just gonna um, play with her. I thought he was gonna ruffle up a little bit. Like mm. I thought he was gonna finger her and walk away. No, you just had. He went for the touchdown. It got that touchdown. He did. <laughs> that was the one time he was doing. That was an offensive formation. <laughs> Pun intended. Laugh. Enjoy that joke, y'all. <sighs> you know my scene. I struggle. Cause I almost pulled at you and talked about the first night they smashed. It's the fact that he kept telling her to shut up. <laughs> that was funny. Every time she went, but shut up. It's like, baby, how you gonna be smashing my guts and telling me to shut up? My guts are going to be swollen in the morning, and you got the audacity, the unmitigated gall, to keep telling me to shut up. You are disrespectful, and I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's one of those, you tell me to shut up, you know I'm going to scream, so then you punish me. Right. And then when he finally does tell her, what you, he ask her what she said. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Yeah, do that. And kept. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Literally, because he was smacking her behind while he did it. That's disrespectful. That's <laughs> 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 <Just> disrespectful. <laughs> Well, hell, they was all wondering where she got her ass and her titties from. He was enjoying it. She told him it was because she had this mansion. That's the reason we don't want to hear all that. It's the gentleman. But that's not my scene, even though we just spent the last couple moments talking about it. So what is your scene? My scene is the bathroom pregnancy test. <laughs> it's just, it's the lead up to it, too. Because his daddy's like, you sure she ain't pregnant? And it's the way his dad just leaves. He's like, it's like it's the way his dad sets it up. He was like, son. Because <laughs> like you showed because when you go back, you get the Easter eggs throughout. Right. To give you the hint that she's pregnant. Like her being sick, her not feeling because she thinks it's her emotions that because of all the things that she's going through. It's like Well, she said the only thing she said she had been feeling was that she had been tired. 
But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It made mention of that. Yeah. But she was like, no, I've been working a whole lot at GHSPN. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Uh-uh. And she's like, I've been taking my pill every day, mm-hmm. faithfully. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my swimmer swim. And who did he steal that from? His darn pappy, because his pappy was like, so this is, this is what, what's funny to me when I hear people talk about the pullout method and using the pill or birth control or whatever. Y'all do remember that this shit is not 100% right. <laughs> yeah, you do, but then it's the like, only way for you to not get pregnant if you not engage to anything sexual where the, the penis is going to ejaculate anything. Yeah. Not in your mouth is a different story. But if if a penis is involved, you got a chance of getting pregnant. Yeah. Or oh, a real a real penis. I gotta make mention of that. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna play with you no more. Um but but yeah, so that, that scene just does it for me. And the fact that he didn't get one or two tests, he did a, he did a Kyle Barker and bought every test on the show. <laughs> I just it it tickled me so much and I just thoroughly enjoyed that scene. Oh gosh. So now friend, I think we're coming up to your favorite part of the book. It's everybody's favorite part, friend. Stop acting like you don't like this part too. I do. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. But you you start acting a fool though. You interrupted my introduction. See, this is what I mean. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the book bay. For payday, cause we te- uh, you know uh, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the book bay for payday, cause we treat them like paychecks around here. Cha-ching. Hallelujah! <laughs> All right, friend, we had some options this book. Oh yes, we had we had a couple. Some books we don't get options, but we got a few options. And the funny thing is, because of that discussion, we had we had a. Uh, a a discussion on who would be a good book bay on this one, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let's let's run them down. We got Tony, of course. Tony mm-hmm. speaks. Mm-hmm. We have Garrett, mm-hmm. aka Gary. We have John. We have Langston. Mm-hmm. We have uh Jackson. <laughs> we have Yates. Look here, we're not going to be putting in here all of these non-factors. <laughs> we we have, once. We have Dean. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> hey, we put all the candidates on the ballot, okay? Kanye even made it to the ballot in 2020, so we can't. And how that shit turned out. We did. So, um, without further ado, friend, who is your book bag for payday? I gotta go with the obvious right now because Tony, he gave me all of what I needed. Mm-hmm. Like he stamped that shit and said, "It's mine." He did. He from did. from off rip. He's like, "This shit is mine." From rip, like you could try to run this shit. He knew that she was his from the time he saw her walking in. With that dusty ponytail and them cup bottle glasses, he was like, "That is mine." <laughs> and he's he he knew not to play in her face and try to get with her too early because he already knew if I try too early, I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot. He waited till he had some growth in him, and I appreciate that. And when he was ready 
to put forth with the dick and his stamp of this is mine, he was serious about that. Yeah. It wasn't no, oh, I'm only doing this because it's homecoming. Oh, because I missed you. No, once he laid down, this is it. You mine. Point blank, period. And I like that. I agree. I'm going to have to go with Garrett for this one. But he married, though. He is married. <laughs> but I just had to put that out, though. <laughs> he is married. But I'm going to tell you why. It is, and I know we probably, we, we may never hear the full story of Garrett. But I think it is so powerful that Garrett is, Garrett and his wife are the ones to bring Tony and Emaya fully back together. Mm-hmm. I I thoroughly enjoy Garrett as a character. Yes, he has his flaws. He he oh, has yeah. to he has to be constantly he has to constantly remind the world that he is married. Mm-hmm. But I I'd rather somebody who makes the conscious effort to protect what they have, even if they don't do it with all the right moves. It's a move in the right direction. Because he definitely... Because John's old dusty butt <laughs> could have easily been the married one and still would have dipped his penis in about 10 girls at homecoming. I mean... So, I... I That's I, why his ass knew I don't need to get married. Yeah, I am fully um, persuaded. Garrett. Now, honorable mention goes out to Tony. He, he's number two. Gary, Gary was... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my horrible mention. I just ain't. Yeah, because I'm like, like don't get me wrong. I love Tony. Like he, he's, but it's something about the fact that I think it's that you know I have a thing for people who protect. Mm-hmm. You know I do, and I just think that Garrett does that for me. Like he did whatever he felt he needed to do to protect that marriage, and that's something I have to respect all the time. And with that, friends, it's homecoming season by Aubrey Penn. All right. So, yeah, I must say, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, friend. <laughs> Man, I thoroughly enjoyed this book. Again, five stars from me, four and a half, probably really five from Kiel. So it's it's a solid read. If you haven't read it, you heard the tea on it from us, get out, get out, get you some Kindle in your life and go read all about it. Okay, so, friend, since this is the first official episode of us coming back, let's do some discussion. On what? So, we got all of these, these these books that we have lined up for us to talk about this season, right? Oh, Lord. And um, one thing I, I want the, the readers and the listeners to know, because we did not talk about it yet. Okay. We have all... New, new authors. authors this season. All new. So no every there there is nobody who we've already talked about, right? There is praise the Lord for me. There are no series books. Oh, that was the, that was hard. That really was hard because everybody and their mama and I appreciate yeah because I'm nosy as shit. We love a series. <laughs> I'm nosy. But when we start talking about these series, y'all see what happened with the with Connecticut, Connecticut Kings because they be. That series that like our season one was supposed to be done in July, <laughs> and stuff happened, and everything, and their mama decided, nope, this is not what we gonna do. So 
It was supposed to be one episode for each for the whole season. Yeah, one first season, and y'all see what happened. And we had yeah a lot. So this season of spoiler alert, there are no there are no series. We have all new authors. Yes, and I don't want to say the genres are different, but, but we got some new stuff. But we got some Halloween. We got some crema. Well, I'm talking about as far as the 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 genres because Lady Nisha. Oh yeah, with catching flights. That is not a black romance. <laughs> Oh no. That's some messy shit. <laughs> oh no. And you know I normally don't read stuff like that. But I was all in. Yeah. So, you know, we got some new things coming. Yeah. This season. We might even have some new segments. I know y'all like the book base, but And we might we might have a a guest or two. Oh yeah. We shall see. We gotta see we gonna see how this goes. Let's see if the uh celestial bodies show up. So, you know, we got we need you to stay tuned. Stay tuned because we got a lot, a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm looking at the list for this season and baby. Who? Robbie Renee? Uh-huh. Oh. That's my girl right now. Robbie Renee. Um, I forgot Scott Moon is this season. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be good. Baby, a- like Ashley Nicole. Oh gosh. And see, I'm reading one of her books right now. Cause I'm in the middle of reading um, the booze and the booze and booze series, and it's six different authors, six different books, and I'm on book two now, which is Ashley Nicole's, and I've read one of her series before. She's a fool. She's hilarious. Oh my gosh! And Genesis Woods, I cannot wait till we get to her, cause I've already read BDE. Woo-hoo. That ain't what we're doing. But that's not know. the book we're doing. Because that's a series. That's a series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, focus, children. <laughs> but I. Get I, ready. Get ready. Because when I tell you. She, she got me reading urban fiction, y'all. Thank you. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Your words should be thank you. And I appreciate you for bringing me into the dark side. Anyway. Just wait till you read, meet the right urban fiction dude. You'll have a thing for a friend you know. Anyway. <laughs> so, anything else you want to put in the mix, friend, before we I'm, sign off? I'm just happy we back, y'all. I miss y'all. We back. I mean, I know our, our, our hiatus was not that long. But. <sighs> We're back. With the shenanigans. and we, we literally, we did, what, take a month? Yeah, we took a month. We took a month. It, I just don't feel like it. It doesn't. I, I'm just happy that we're back and all the things that make our show good. Um, we looked at, we're looking forward to do some really exciting things. I don't know. I might start making spoiler alert playlists because the songs that come to mind when I'm doing these episodes, especially after season one. If we go back and listen to all of the episodes... It ain't an episode I think that I don't sing something. At least one of us. <laughs> I mean, you sing more than I do. I gotta but I call, you a, I call you a jukebox for a reason. I gotta be careful, though, because that last time, that one song almost came out... Hush, friend. It is Sunday. Hush. Hush, friend. Say it didn't fit, though. Hush, friend. Because now there are certain gospel songs I just can't listen to no more without thinking about stuff. Hush, friend. <gasps> Well, shoot, Love Velvet started that for me. I, 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 I want to be came up, mess that girl. Came up. You play too much. Okay. <laughs> you faithful. Okay, y'all. We got to go. But if you haven't, Homecoming Season by Aubrey Penn. 
Get out, get it, enjoy it, love it. And that's it for us here at Spoiler Alert. Only one thing left to say. Aubrey Penn, your book's been spoiled. Do you like a little spicy link in your spooky? Maybe a little hot and wet in your wicked? If so, stay tuned for the next episode of Spoiler Alert, where that is exactly what you'll get while we talk about Wicked by Tay Russ. Twitter at Spoiler Alert 88. Until next time, bye.